Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Drive. I hope you're doing well on this Wednesday morning. It is 7.42 uh, Central Time, and I'm driving to work. Um, actually, I went on a walk this morning, and I was going to try to record it walking. And I said, welcome to the walk. I changed the podcast title for a second, but then realized, yeah, it's not going to work with the microphone and the wind and uh, me breathing like I'm out of breath. So... I waited for uh, for this moment, but yeah, it is September 10th, and I'm sorry. I see. I I'm stuck in September. It's November 10th. November 10th. Um, man, I just can't believe we're this close to Thanksgiving and just all the holiday stuff and just end of the year. It's like, what is going on here? Crazy. But as we've been continuing to go through, you know, uh, Romans, we've been looking at excerpts and verses from Romans. Um, One of the things that I saw this morning was something I think incredibly important because, you know, it was about sin. It's about sin. And and here's the thing with sin. Sin is very controlling. The flesh loves it. Like, the flesh loves to get in arguments debates to be right to prove your point the flesh loves to be prideful to get attitude to get angry and sin and not care I mean the flesh loves all of that sin it it can be controlling you know what the crazy thing is though you think about the world from the world point of view you know sin can be controlling but people in the world who are like I want nothing to do with God they say I'm not having God control me I'm not having the church I'm not going to church that's horrible I'm, I'm gonna do what I want to do you know it's crazy because the people that, that think that and that say that are the people that are totally bound up and ensnared and controlled by sin they're just trading one for the other they're saying yeah I don't want to worship God that's dumb I don't want to waste my time on the things of the Lord. Are you kidding me? No, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm not letting anything control me. But they're totally controlled by sin. They're in bondage. They're slaves to sin. Of course, from their point of view, they see it like Ecclesiastes, like eat, drink, and be merry. It's just fun and party and whatever. But they're bound, you know. And maybe you were there. I was there for sure. Like before I was a believer, before I was gave my life to Christ and started walking with him I, I was definitely in you know trapped by sin not even knowing it justifying it by like yeah just having a good time <laughs> I was not having a good time maybe outwardly but inwardly emptiness so that's the thing sin is controlling and that's what Romans chapter 6 verse 14 really illustrates it says for sin shall not have dominion over you For you are not under the law, but under grace. And so I love that, that sin may not have dominion over you. When something has dominion over you, it has control over you. It consumes you. And so the question becomes, what are we going to be consumed with? The things of the world or the things of the Lord? Now, some people say, well, both. I, I'm going to do both because I want to be you know, effective in this world. It's true. You do want to be effective for the Lord in this world. So you're in the world. 
not of the world, but you have to do work in the world. You have to deal with a pagan world. Now, people say holidays are pagan. Yeah, the whole world is pagan. Everything's pagan. The bills that you pay to the or that organization, totally pagan. The stores that you shop at, probably totally pagan. Like everything, the whole world is, right? But what are you letting consume you? That's the question. What are you letting have dominion like over you? The Lord of the world, the flesh of the spirit. It's this dichotomy, you know, this this thing where we have to take a stand on a daily basis. Lord, take control. Have dominion over me. Consume my life. Use my life. But I love the uh, the wording here that Paul uses, you know, sin shall not have dominion over you. Why? Well, you're not under the law. But I thought law caused a person not to sin. No, law exposes the fact that we are all uh, prone to sin, prone to wander. And our inclination is just to sin, right? That's what the law does. But grace, grace shouldn't be used as a license to sin. But grace is going, Lord, thank you for your grace. I don't want to sin. Man, because you're so good. You're so forgiving. You're so merciful. Lord, I don't want to, I don't want to mess that up. You've given me grace. I don't deserve your favor. I don't deserve any of this. But yet, you've given it to me. Isn't that amazing? Grace is such a beautiful thing. I didn't really understand grace until it actually happened to me, if you will. Like I was years ago when I started teaching the junior high um, group at church, I would talk all the time about grace because we're going through the epistles, Paul's letters, right? And he talks a lot about grace. And I was, it would just kind of like be head knowledge and I would know about it and all that. But then when I messed up and God still forgave me and restored me, I was like, okay, grace takes on a new meaning. Like I understand grace even more now. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. I just want to serve you. I just want you to, you know, lead me in this life 100%. Grace does that. It opens our eyes to how good God is. It opens our eyes to how forgiving he is. It opens our eyes to his amazing attributes, right? So you guys don't let have sin have dominion over you. Let the Lord have dominion over you. Let him lead you and guide you. He knows what's best. He knows which way you need to go. He knows what you need to do. Trust him. Believe that he knows best. Submit to him and watch him work. Amen. Well, God bless you guys. I hope you have an amazing Wednesday and we'll talk to you tomorrow.